0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Molly! The Reynolds Metals Company, makers of Reynolds Aluminum, presents Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto The telephone in a certain Wistful Vista home has rung five times this morning. That makes six. Each time, the lady of the house has answered it and said,
2: No, there must be some mistake. We didn't lose the cat. No, I'm
3: sorry.
1: It's uh, quite a mystery, for there never has been a cat in the home of Bibber McGee and Molly.
4: I wish I knew what the heck goes on here. We haven't known the cat since we lived here in this house.
2: Well, not a live one anyhow. Huh? I'm not too sure about my silver fox coat, though.
4: (laughs) You just got a suspicious nature. That silver fox coat ain't cat, it's fox.
2: Well, then why does Toops' dog always growl at it? (laughs) You know, he tried to run me up a telephone pole last winter.
3: (laughs)
4: He's probably just got a little foxhound blood in his background. Or <laughs> in him somewhere. But that's not solving this cockeyed phone call, so I'm getting sick of it.
2: Oh, dear, there it goes again. Ignore it. We'll just let it rain.
4: Oh, we can't do that, Molly. Why not? Well, might be somebody telling us our oil stock has gone up.
2: We haven't got any oil stock. We haven't
4: got a cat either, but people keep calling.
2: <laughs> I
4: don't see what... I'll get it. Hello. No, we haven't lost a cat. And don't call
2: back. (laughs) Another one, huh? You know, this is the strangest thing. My
4: gosh, I'm the last guy in town that people ought to call about lost cats. I haven't had the heart to own a cat since the tragic thing that happened to poor old Nathaniel, which I owned when I was a kid back in Peoria.
2: I didn't know you had a cat named Nathaniel. I never told you about my pet cat, Nat,
4: chasing the rat past my old aunt, Pat, back in Peoria.
2: (laughs) I never did,
4: dearie. Well, you lean back, Tootsie, and I will. You see, old Nat was a real tough cat who could give any tomcat tit for tat, but most of all, Nat hated rats. <laughs>
2: Sounds like a normal animal.
4: One day, my Aunt Pat, who was funny fat, put on her hat to go for a chat with a friend of hers named Trudy Platt. <laughs> she stepped out our door on the welcome mat, and across the porch came old cat Nat chasing a rat and going like a bat. LAUGHTER Huh? Supersonic, you know? Well, sir, when my fat aunt Pat on Nat and the rat, she hollered scat and swung at the rat with her Sunday hat. She missed the rat, slipped on the mat and dropped her hat, and down she sat on my pet cat Nat and was squashed him flat. <laughs> and we buried him under a gooseberry bush.
3: <laughs>
2: Was that aunt pet on your mother's side or your father's
4: side? Do no, 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 no. No, she was neutral. <laughs> but don't worry about it on account. Oh, oh,
3: dear,
2: I'll get this one. Hello? No. No, we have not lost a cat.
3: No.
2: What's that? Where? Oh. Well, thank you very much. Must be a mistake. Sorry. Hand me the paper there, dearie. The gazette. Huh? That lady on the phone claims there's an ad in the Let me see here now. Lost and found. Oh, here it is. Listen to this. Lost, fine Persian cat, named Tinkerbell, wearing blue ribbon and bell around neck. $50 reward. Please call Wistful Vista 1092 immediately.
5: 1092? Holy smoke,
2: that's our phone number. Right.
4: Them ink-stained idiots at the Gazette have done this to us. Give me that phone. Hi, George, I'll hand them guys a few well chosen remarks that'll melt the slugs in their line
2: No, dearie, I'll handle this. You get too excited. Hello, operator. Get me the office of the Whistle Vista Gazette, you, Merge. Oh. <laughs> oh, she's off today, is she?
4: I told you, you should have let me call.
2: Hello, Gazette. Uh, this is Mrs. McGee at Whistful Vista 1092. You ran an ad with our phone number that says we lost a cat, and people keep... What's that? Oh? Oh, I see. Very well. Goodbye.
4: So what'd they say? What'd they say? What'd they say?
2: Well, they've already found the mistake, Gary. Yeah. The phone number was supposed to be 1902 instead of 1092, oh. you see. And they're going to correct it in the afternoon edition. That's at 5 o'clock.
4: Oh, fine. 5 o'clock. Doggone it, you're too polite with them guys, Molly. I got a notion to get down there and take this thing right straight to the printer's devil. Why, the printer's devil? Because when I tell that guy where to go, I want him to feel at home.
3: <laughs>
4: and stupid old front of
3: Come sh- in. Oh,
5: it's the old time. Hello there, kids. I hear you lost a cat.
2: <laughs> Where'd you hear that?
5: I the loss and found, Johnny. Had your phone number on to it.
2: Well, it was our phone number, all right. But... That's what
5: I thought, daughter. So I rushed right over here to get the details. Where'd you lose the cat? Where'd you lose it? Huh? Where'd you lose it? We, we didn't lose it. The newspaper made a mistake, that's all. Oh, you still got it, eh? Well, no. where is it? Here, kitty, kitty, No, kitty, no. Kitty. Here, kitty, <laughs> no, 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 Sister Oldtimer. We don't have a
2: cat. We
4: didn't lose a cat. We never did have a cat. We don't want a cat. Is that clear?
5: Well, that's too bad, son. Cats is a very fine animal. Smart, too. I'll never forget what happened at our house one night when I was a kid, kids. Our little cat prevented the murder. My goodness, the murder. (laughs) I had a cold that week, you see, and I was sleeping all along in my room. Yeah. Just me and my little old cat. Uh huh. About midnight, the door opened softly, and a shadowy figure crept slowly into the room. Yeah, my
4: gosh.
5: Tiptoed quietly toward my bed, leaned over my sleeping figure and his two bony hands wrenched for my neck. Heavenly days, how awful. Well, I snored peacefully on like a truckload of rock going through a crusher.
3: <laughs>
5: he slipped a strong cord around my neck and was tying a knot into it when suddenly he stepped on the cat. Wow, woke you up, huh? Yep. Cat's squall leapt into his back and dug his claws in. There was a cussing and a screaming and a screeching. I leapt up and turned on the light, and there on the floor, threshing around like a stepped-on snake, and bleeding freely through his clawed-up nightshirt was Papa.
2: Your father? What was he doing in the room?
5: Trying to tie a bag of acidity out of my neck to cure my cold, daughter.
2: <laughs>
5: Couldn't do it when I was awake. I was too strong for it.
4: Yeah, but the murder, you said...
5: That cat when... took a look at Papa, jumped out of the window, and run up a 60-foot cottonwood tree. And that's how my little cat prevented... A murder. A murder? Whose murder? His own. If Papa could have caught him, he'd have killed him.
1: <laughs> Billy in off the office and somebody stole my gal.
2: Well, dearie, it's been almost ten minutes since... The phone rang. I'll get it. Hello? No, we didn't lose the cat. The paper made a mistake. Call 1902. Goodbye.
4: Kiddo, this is incredulous. The whole dad rat of town must have knocked off work, hitched up its pants, and gone out hunting for cats cat named Tinkerbell.
2: Well, it's the $50 reward that's got them excited. You know, $50, isn't oh, it? Oh,
3: well.
0: Come in. <coughs> Hello. I brought your widow Tinkerbell back home.
3: Meow. <laughs> oh, no.
4: <laughs> How'd you get our address?
0: From the telephone company. Huh? This little kitty doesn't have a blue him, but I'm sure he's little Tinkerbell. Uh,
2: lady, I'm sorry. I know
0: how you must have missed him because I have a little kitty of my own. My precious icky boo. <laughs> I'll
4: bet he's the ickiest boo that ever lived.
3: <laughs>
0: now look, sis. I really shouldn't take the $50, but I can use it to buy my icky boo some Goodies.
2: Uh, lady, the newspaper made a mistake. We didn't lose again. No.
0: Oh, this isn't your precious kitty. No. But hisms is such a tweeter. Wouldn't you like to have them?
4: No, we don't want them.
3: <laughs>
4: and close the door ems on your way
0: out-ums. <laughs> precious, what a dreadful man.
2: Wow. Weren't you a wittle huh? I mean, uh... <laughs> it a
0: little
2: rough with her, McGee?
4: Rough my good-tempered clavicle. James that talk baby talk ought to be whammed over the head with a hard-wubber waddle.
3: <laughs>
4: Cats on the phone is bad enough, but when they start dragging them into the house where are you going?
3: Well,
2: I hate to seem like a deserter, dearie, but I've got to go upstairs and sort the laundry. Oh. Can you protect our home from the cat collection? Oh,
4: sure, kiddo. You run along.
2: Call me now if you need me.
4: Okay. Huh. oh there goes a the good kid. <laughs> She'd keep calm if she was standing in cats up to her garters.
3: <laughs>
4: Anytime things get too rough around here, what does she do? <laughs> she sorts the laundry. I had some laundry. to. Hi, pal. Oh, hi, Junior. Hold still and let me frisk you. Frisk me? For what? For cats. Cats? What's this all about? Oh, the Gazette ran an ad for a lost cat and stuck our phone number on it. I've been getting more cat calls than an opera singer in a burlesque house. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: well, that—that's bad, pal. Now, they're not only phoning us, but they're starting bringing the cats here now. Maybe I ought to keep the door locked and peep out through the curtains to see who's coming after this. <laughs>
1: you know, that's what a friend of mine used to do, pal. He did. Yeah, he owed a lot of money on his furniture, and he was trying to duck the bill collector. Oh, yeah, well, that's a great indoor sport. <laughs> Keeps you
4: indoors, too. Or. Did he try shoving
1: a BB gun through the blinds? That's a good way to discourage No, no, him. no. No, he just looked. And a funny thing happened one day, though. He heard footsteps, so he lifted the Venetian blind to peep out. He couldn't lift it very easily, of course, because the blinds were made of aluminum. Reynolds aluminum. They're light and... Flexible and easy to operate. Yeah, but what that got to do with the collection? Well, he lifted one of the slats of this beautiful green blind and... Oh, did I mention before that it was green? No, you didn't tell me that. (laughs) It changes everything. Green, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These Venetian blinds come in natural aluminum and all kinds of colors to blend with your decorating scheme. They really dress up for home. Give it that finishing touch. It's that long-winded yarn of yours that needs a finishing touch, Junior. Come on. What happened with your friend? What happened? Oh, oh. Well, he lifted a slat at eye level. Mm -hmm. You see, those aluminum slats are flexible. That's what makes them. He's heated clean. Yeah. Well, he just opened it a tiny bit because it was a hot day and the room was cool. Thanks to the way aluminum reflects heat. Oh, come on, Junior. Who do you see? Who do you see? Who do you see? Nobody, pal. Nobody. So he figured he'd imagined the footsteps, so he unlocked his door, it opened, and a collector handed him a bill for his furniture. But you said he didn't see anybody's head through the Venetian blind, you said. He didn't, and he'll never forgive the furniture company for sending a midget bill collector.
3: So long, pal. <laughs> bet you
4: that never happened. Bet you just made that up so he could blat his aluminum brains out about them blinds. That guy would go then. Well, here we go again. Hello. No, our cat didn't get lost. You get lost.
3: Right. <laughs>
4: this keeps up. I'll go out and sit on the back fence where there ain't so many cats.
3: How many more times?
4: Hello. We ain't lost... Oh, that was the door. Come in.
2: Here's your cat, mister. Good old Tinkerbell.
4: Now, now, that ain't my cat.
0: Fifty dollars in nickels. I want to sound rich. That
4: ain't my cat. Of course it's not your cat. I've got your cat right here. Oh. No. Oh my God.
0: That ain't Tinkerbell. you a big cheater. It ain't got a blue ribbon.
5: Don't call me a cheater, you little scamp. Mine's got a blue ribbon. I put it on myself. Now you hear that, Jack. Well, now we. You hear that, Jack? The kid admits he put the ribbon on that pony Tinkerbell. Now this is Tinkerbell. No. Now where's my money? Don't
0: listen to him, Mister. My uh, Tinkerbell's better than his Tinkerbell. Mine's got a whole tail. No, no, no.
4: Pipe down, both of you. Neither of them cats is my cat.
0: I never a cat, had a They're not your cat. This is Tinkerbell.
4: No. Lady, please. I never I had...
0: I saw them come in ahead of me, and I said to myself, that awful little boy and yes. that terrible man are going to try to palm off those broken-down no, cats from the poor people who lost Tinkerbell, oh, and oh. I'm glad I found the real Tinkerbell, because heaven knows I can use the $50, What L- L- with my lady. husband depriving us of bread and butter so he can buy a new fishing rod, and my oldest daughter needing her teeth fixed didn't come in straight when she was a little girl, she'll never get married if something isn't done about L- those teeth. Lady... Keys.
4: <laughs> Lady, will you hold it? There's been a mistake. You bet there's been a mistake. This is Tinkerbell.
0: This is Tinkerbell.
4: This is Tinkerbell. This is, Tinkerbell. This is murder. I'm trying to tell
0: you... Oh, we... why old Tinkerbell like the one she dragged now, in? Now, wait a minute. My Tinkerbell can lick her through a prattle. Tink'em, oh. Tinkerbell! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, cut
2: that out. Don't start them cat fighting. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, my gosh, there he goes.
3: That's him, pick him up. Get him, boy. Hey, hang
5: on to your spot. Don't let them hang pick. out and get close to pieces. Not me. My gosh, there he goes. That's
3: him,
0: pick him out. Go get him. Hey, break it up. Grab those cats before this. Oh, there was one of them.
2: over here. That's
4: it. What a mess.
2: The room looks all right now, though.
4: I'm telling you, Molly, it was like a tornado went through here.
2: I know. I just caught the tail end of it as I came down the stairs. I haven't seen such a collection of cats since that New Year's Eve night that Uncle Dennis drove the milk wagon through the front of the fish market.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
4: I remember that. I heard the crash and run over there from the Elks Club, and Uncle Dennis was sitting on the floor with a frozen barracuda in his lap.
2: Yes, well, now, don't (laughs) you.
4: I asked him if he needs any help, and he said, No, I'm okay, but take care of my friend. (laughs) He's stiff. (laughs)
3: Boy,
4: he was... That's enough.
3: That's enough.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry I mentioned
4: it. I'm too tired to laugh, anyhow. Now, let me sit down
3: there.
2: Yes, relax a little. Things mm. should simmer down now, dear. The late paper went on sale a couple of hours ago, and by now people should have the right phone number for their little tinkerbell.
4: bill. I hope so. I'm ready to fold up like a campaign promise. If I never see another cat, I'll be... Oh, oh
3: dear, who's this?
4: I don't know, but wait till I get my ball back. Don't let him in. No, McGee,
2: my... now, sit still. I'll handle it. Come in. Oh, well, thank goodness it's you, Olly. Oh. Come in.
4: Well, hello, missus, and the same to you, McGee. huh? Oh. Hi, Ole. Excuse me if I don't get up, boy. I'm beat.
2: We've had quite a day, Oly.
4: Oh, I hear all about it at the house club, Mrs. I know what you've been through. Oh,
2: we live,
3: but... Uh... Believe
4: me, I know what a lost pet means to people. Now, like I always says, when you lose a pet, it leaves a hole in your life. Yeah. And pets that were in here a while ago left a few holes in the furniture and curtains and stuff, too. <laughs> Then when I hear about you losing little tankle McGee, no. I get a wonderful idea. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do?
3: What?
4: To fill up the hole in your life, I'm going to give you our own little clobber. You wanna give me what? I got him tied up on the front porch here. Oh that
3: uh, ain't hey, no.
4: Know.
5: Here, Clobber, come on. Come on
0: in. Ah. <laughs> what?
2: Oh, no, no, only we
3: we Holy
4: Smoke look at that thing. There he is. We call him Clover because he clobbers every dog in the
3: neighborhood. <laughs> uh,
4: in self-defense, of course. Oh, yeah. he, he's a very sweet cat, him. He keeps it well hidden, doesn't he?
3: Yeah. Hang
4: on to that chain, only don't turn him loose in here.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: He's just a little nervous with strangers.
2: He's nervous. I'm scared. Hey, wait a minute.
4: Is that the cat that Mort Toops told me about? The one your kids trapped last week at the city dump?
1: Uh, yes, I believe the children did find a sweet little homeless feller's home, there. Sweet? <laughs> little?
4: Why, that monster looks like a cross between a bobcat and a timber wolf. Oh, no, you don't, Olaf. I heard about that cat from the mailman he bit, too. Oh, that was just a little misunderstanding, McGee.
3: Oh, that's <laughs> one.
2: You
4: see, Robert, he thought the mailman was my Uncle Gus.
2: <laughs> he
4: forgot Uncle Gus was laid up in bed.
2: Was Uncle Gus sick?
4: No, he used cat bit, McGee. <laughs>
2: Well, this must be the cat your wife told me about, Ole. The one that chased her into the coal bin with her arms full of laundry and kept her there till you turned the hose on
4: him? Man, Mrs. Talks too much.
3: <laughs>
4: well, you, you don't want him, then? No. Would you consider taking him if he come with a dowry, McGee? <laughs>
3: uh,
4: maybe ten dollars, say?
3: I wouldn't have that
4: monster if he was solid gold. No, sir. It was a good try, Ole, but no dice. Well, this is very discouraging. <laughs> Seventeen houses, I tell already.
2: <laughs> I'm
4: getting desperate, missus. For three days now, I get a phone call from her every afternoon.
2: A phone call from
4: who? My missus. She says when I get
1: rid of clobber, she
4: comes back home. So long about you,
3: Howard. <laughs>
2: glass of milk before we go up
3: to bed, dear. No, no, no,
4: no. Don't mention milk to me, Gil, please. I've had all the cat talk I can stand. <laughs> you been hearing cats me on so long, I still hear them in my head. I was upstairs putting on my pajamas a while ago, and I could have swore... Well, come on now, let's go up to
2: bed.
4: Okay. Check the back door, will you? i
2: locked lock the front. Yeah. I'll hook the port screen. I hope whoever put the ad in for little Tinkerbell has her back safely now. Uh Maybe this whole thing will turn out to be a bad dream.
4: Yeah. Believe me, if a cat ever shows its whiskers around here again, I'm going
2: to... You're going to what? Listen. I thought I heard something. Huh. Sounds like a little kitten Mm. at the screen door. Let me turn on the outside light. Mm. Oh, McGee, look, a little kitten trying to get in the back door.
4: Oh, this is the end.
2: McGee, it's a Persian. It's wearing a blue ribbon. I don't care if it's an Egyptian wearing a diamond to <laughs> <laughs> Get
3: out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Jack.
2: McGee, it's the lost cat. Huh? Hear the bell? Oh, my gosh. Tinker bell. Fifty bucks reward if I shot it out of the yard. Here, kitty,
3: kitty, kitty. Here, fifty bucks.
2: And you chased the cat all the way home And he ran under his own house before you could catch him
4: Yeah I didn't know it was his own house So I started under there after him only I got stuck.
2: Oh, dear, too many mashed potatoes.
4: Yeah. The owner of the house heard the noise and come running out, and were... well, it, was, it was very embarrassing, you really. know.
2: Well, of course, you explained to him what you were doing. Explain?
4: Did you ever try to explain anything to a guy with your head and shoulders under his house and the rest of you sticking out in the moonlight?
3: <laughs>
4: well, he stood there with a barrel stave, playing the junior out of him. No, I guess you haven't. <laughs>
2: Buddy, Michelle. Yeah. Good <laughs> night.
0: Good night, all.